Hey, chiropractors and marketers. We are ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, chiropractors, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Uh, Today, I'm going to be doing a solo episode with you, and we're going to be discussing print marketing. I know sometimes people think it's kind of passe and old school marketing. Uh, Obviously, we've talked a ton about social media and all the new fancy type of marketing that's out there, but sometimes getting back to some of the basics can be very helpful. And I'm going to break this down into kind of two categories. One will be print marketing that's not direct mail. And then we and then we will discuss a little bit of direct mail. You can do both. You can do uh, one or the other. It just depends on what your budget is or what some of your goals are. And we will try to discuss when to do that and, and why it might be very useful for your practice. And I'll kind of give you a little bit of a, a look at what we do or what we have done, some of the lessons I've learned and things like that. So before we dive into that, I do want to make mention that you can join us again for that virtual marketing summit. Uh, I'm really excited for that. That's going to be March 22nd through March 24th. And we're going to have 12 presentations, video presentations, plus a lot of bonuses and all kinds of other good learning material. And again, my main goal for that is for you to watch those and really be able to take a lot out of it as far as developing your own marketing strategy. Obviously, there's I could have probably interviewed 50 people if we were going to have a very, very comprehensive uh, marketing strategy, but I felt like I... I got a really good group of 12 that really tied in a lot of the different aspects of marketing. And you can just simply go to bit.ly, which is bit.ly forward slash virtual marketing summit. And that will get you all squared away as far as registering. It's a a free registration. I will also encourage you to look into the bonuses and the upgrade. The upgrade for $80 is you'll get lifetime access to all 12 videos and really be able to consume those at your leisure. And you're going to get a ton of bonuses from our presenters that are unique to this uh, summit in many ways. And so you'll get a lot of good information on it as well. But again, it's free to register. You'll have access to the videos during the days that they are uh, released and you'll be able to watch them for free. And a couple of the things I wanted to highlight with some of the the things that I learned from the uh, just doing the interviews, you know, I got so much good information by by obviously performing the interviews, just like I do on my podcast. But some of the screen shares were really valuable uh, that we went through. I know that I released two of them on the podcast with uh, Dr. Langmaid and Nicole Cowley, and and uh, they just really brought a ton of good information. And so you uh, you heard those ones. So I'll kind of go by past those ones for this. Uh, Dr. Chad Wolner, uh, one of the big things that I learned with him is some of the, um, I don't want to call it the psychology of the funnels, but the effectiveness, like some of the copy, some of the strategy behind it. So many people hear the word funnels. Some people don't even know what it is. And frankly, uh, some people think it's just means a Facebook ad to a landing page to give it, get an email. A funnel is way more than that. And uh, there's many more uh, aspects of it than there is. And then he just really dove into a ton of the strategies behind it. And I learned a lot with that. Dr. Noel Lloyd uh, really has just from that particular interview that I did with him has revamped my goals for this year and really trying to um, hire a community outreach assistant. And he breaks that down 
and goes over a really cool infographic that he hand wrote that was um, intriguing and in, in how he looks at uh, when to hire the right types of pieces at what levels. And it was just very useful for me. And I'm going to apply that to my practice. So that was uh, one huge take home for me. Dr. Bryce Christensen, he discussed a lot about closed Facebook groups, and I got a lot out of that as well. Him and I have talked a lot previously from it uh, or on that topic, so I definitely have uh, heard him speak on it. And he brought some, he, he did a tutorial of his closed Facebook group that he has. It's uh, Truckers Transformation, and he's doing a lot with the DOTs and trucker physicals and the closed Facebook group he has. He's been able to monetize that, so it's really good information there. Dr. Josh Wagner talks a lot about mindset, and it's something that I think has been huge for me over the last couple of years is working on mindset aspects of myself and then also just communication in general with patients. Nothing that's, you know, crazy or manipulative or anything like that. It's just really basic communication foundations that we discussed and how that goes hand in hand. And we really broke down that during unit marketing. And that's when that patient calls or schedules to the end of their treatment plan. And so we dove into a lot of the communication that needs to happen in that type of uh, marketing as well. Dr. Josh Satterley, talked a lot about clinic gen hybrid, how to add systems into your practice. He's been able to scale and sell his practice at a, at a young age. And we talk about why marketing could be a big part of that and why you need to have systems in your marketing. And if, especially if you're designing a practice that is sellable, even if you're not looking to sell it, it's just something that can run with or without you and then has more value. Uh, Dr. Sean Andrews did an awesome tutorial breaking down Facebook ads and like, you know, Facebook campaign to ad set to ad, then obviously doing, you know, audience building. He talked about that certain strategies there and, and he just went through his actual, his, I guess, power editor. I don't know if, you know, obviously Facebook has changed away from the power editor. So I'm not sure if that's what he was, uh, using or not at the time. We, we did that one a few weeks back, but really learned a lot on that campaign and the ad set and what to look for and the relevancy scores and the different things uh, that are uh, kind of detailed with the Facebook ads, but he made it very, very easy to consume. Dr. Melissa Longo talked a lot about uh, relationship building in your marketing, and we, we really got some great insights on relationship uh, marketing and in your community and getting out there and doing it effectively. And Dr. Ed Osborne, we talked about building your tribe. He's done a great job of doing that in different aspects, whether it's been online or offline. And so we talked about building your tribe and your community and, you know, online and offline. And he's uh, really one of the foremost experts in that and doing a great job of it. So it was nice to, to pick his brain with that. And then lastly, uh, actually two more, Dr. Bobby Maybe uh, talked about prospecting versus marketing. And there is a difference in how, how he's done that to grow his practice and how all chiropractors should consider that, whether you're new to the game or you've been doing it for a while. And so we had a really cool little presentation on prospecting. And then lastly, Dr. Blake Cockstein gave us a full YouTube tutorial on how he, you know, what basically what he's doing to get to be very successful on YouTube. And I can attest, we've had a few patient referrals from his YouTube and we're all the way down in South Florida and he's up in uh, Maryland. So his YouTube is, is really killing it and doing a great job. And so he does a tutorial on how he uploads his videos and the SEO behind it and what he does strategically to get all the video views and the uh, honestly really well-developed uh, YouTube channel. So 
that's a little breakdown of the 12 uh, presentations we had, some of the things I learned from it. I encourage you to sign up for that. Again, that's bit.ly, bit.ly forward slash virtual marketing summit. Click that and it'll take you to the registration page. I will have that in the show notes as well if you forget that. So I really encourage you to sign up. We're excited about it. And that'll be March 22nd to the 24th. All right. So let's move on to print marketing and uh, discuss some of that and why that should be useful. I'm going to first talk about direct uh, mail marketing, which is just essentially mailing physical newsletters or birthday cards, anything like that to your patient base. Um, What we do and what I kind of recommend is we do a monthly birthday card. It's, you know, it's branded with our name. It's a nice little card. And we print out the birthday list for that month and we send that out. So that's one part of our print direct mail. Another thing that we do for our print direct mail is uh, thank you letters. Okay. So whenever someone refers a patient in, uh, we do a good job of figuring out where all of our new patients come from. But every patient that comes in, we want to know if someone referred them. And if they did, if it was a patient, uh, then we send a thank you letter to the referral. Uh, One of the key things is we do not put the patient's name on there for HIPAA reasons, obviously. We just send them a nice thank you letter, thanking them for referring patient, blah, blah, blah. I have had a couple people say, oh, I got a letter. I don't know who I referred. And I was like, well, and they asked me, they told me I should put it on there. I was like, well, I wish I could, but I can't, obviously, for HIPAA reasons. And that made sense to them. So obviously don't put the patient's name on there, but send them a nice thank you letter. We do that on our letterhead and uh, we send that out uh, weekly to anybody that has referred uh, patients to us. And then my staff does a pretty good job. Uh, You know, sometimes you get these mass refers, you know, people that just send patient after patient. If one person has sent you five new patients in the last six weeks, you don't need to send five thank you letters. So kind of track that as well, but don't be afraid to, you know, send thank you letters, even if it's more than once. And so that's something to consider. The other thing we do when we get a new patient is we have something that I learned from strategic coach called the DOS game plan, which is dangers, opportunities, and strength. And it's a letter that there's a, there's a DOS letter that strategic coach comes up with, and you don't need to go through this whole process of it, but it's been helpful for us. And it really is, we go over the dangers, opportunity, and strengths of the patient. What happens is my chiropractic assistant gives me the little form I fill out and I try to tailor it. So I make a few things like the diagnosis, what their goals are, some of the strengths that they have, treatment plan. And I fill it out in a quick little uh, box thing that is given to me. And then that gets plugged into the letter template. It's actually done pretty easily. So now it's a, a form letter but then it, the patient thinks it's tailored to them, which it kind of is. And then we send that to each new patient, just welcoming to the practice what they can expect, what our goals are for them, just kind of summarizing what their experience will be uh, with us. And so we send that out. Uh, we do that twice a week as far as uh, getting those mailed out uh, to new patients. So that's been very helpful uh, for us as well. And that's currently what we're doing for direct mail is the birthday cards, the thank you letters, the DOS game plan, like basically the welcome letter to uh, new patients. And then in the past, we did do uh, monthly newsletters. We got away from it a little bit, so I'm, but I'm going to still break it down on why it still can be good. Or, and if you're considering doing it, how you should do it. One is you don't want to 
in my opinion, mail out to your entire, you know, if you've been practicing for 10 years, you don't want to do it to your entire list of patients for 10 years. Someone hasn't been in in seven years or four years, they're probably not coming back and it's not necessarily worth the money. And one of the common things that I've heard is maybe take your last two years, like anybody that's been in your practice for two years and have them on the mailing list. And then obviously, update it each month. Most of the EHR systems can do that for you. I know ours can. I can't speak to all of them, but what we were doing was taking anybody that's been in for the last two years and sending them a monthly newsletter that was front and back, a nice kind of hard card stock, and it was a colorful standout type of color scheme. That way it didn't get thrown away. A lot of times people get their mail and they've got, you know, pile A and pile B and pile A goes into the trash and pile B they keep. And so you want to obviously stay in pile B. And that was one way we were doing it. Now, what we've done is we, we've gotten away from that. It just was honestly, it was getting a little expensive between our patient list for a couple years. The, the print and the mailing of it was costing us about $750 a month. And I had to make some cuts as far as marketing expenses. I, I try to stick within a, a well-defined marketing strategy. And when I added the, or sorry, marketing budget. And then when I added things like the podcast and the, the modern desk jockey podcast with the production costs of that and some of the other Facebook ads, I just kind of took that money and put it more towards uh, those uh, aspects of marketing. But I do think a monthly newsletter, if you have the resources to do it, is very effective, um, especially if it's good content. I do think it is very effective. And I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm not going to go back to it at some point. But what I'm doing right now with our newsletter is I decided to make it a little more robust four page instead of a front and back. And it's it opens up and it's nice and colorful and it's got more information, but we're doing it quarterly. We're not mailing it out yet, but I think that will be my next step is to mail out this quarterly instead of doing the monthly and having a little more robust with it. So uh, that's where we are at with our uh, newsletter. Some of the other things that, and I'll go back to to that in a minute, what we're doing with it. But some of the other things you want to consider that we've done in the past is we have these info cards. I know some of you have gotten them from me where I've let you rebrand them. Um, We call them the desk jockey info cards. Uh, But essentially now we've even done a little bit more than that. And so these are the info cards that we have, and we print them out on nice glossy cardstock, and we have a bunch of them, and they're our logo, our clinic information, and we try to give those to patients as much as we can. But we've actually done it to where we mailed them out as well. So our micro break card, we've mailed that out to the last two years of our patients. We did that probably eight months ago. We have a ergonomics card. We've mailed that one out. Some of the other ones that we have that we haven't mailed out yet, but I will is we have a body positioning and awareness card where it goes over abdominal bracing, hip hinging, and the power zone. And so that's a good card that we give to patients. We have a carpal tunnel stretching card that we give to our desk workers. And then we've just put together a uh, what we call a core four card, which is the McGill three exercises, which is the ab crunch, the uh, the low back safe ab crunch, the side bridge, the bird dog, and then we threw the glute bridge on there. Again, I forget someone in the forward thinking chiropractic alliance group had mentioned that that term, the core four. Uh, I wish I remember who it was, but I do want to give them credit for that. 
We've been given those exercises, but we didn't have the nice catchy name. And so we put together one of the info cards for that. So I, we just did that one. We just shot the exercises and put it on the nice card. And we've actually just got them mailed to us about two days ago. And it came out really good. So I'll give those to patients. But I'm also going to do a mailer, a physical mailer uh, with that as well. Because it's one-sided and on the back is white. So on the, the back, they just make that the mailing side. And they can do it pretty good for you. Most mailing places, you don't have to sit there and put stamps on it and addresses. And so they can do it for you. Uh, But that'll be another direct mail campaign that we do. Okay, so that's the direct mail aspect of things. I still think you can do really good print marketing without having to mail it. And so all of those info cards that I mentioned are in our waiting room. And so one of the things that we've done recently, this was discussed in the Modern Chiropractic Marketing closed Facebook group. And it was, I think, Dr. Bryce Christensen who mentioned that he's taken, uh, and I followed suit, he took all the magazines and all the other stuff out of his reception area and put all of their content in there. And so one of the things that we've done is we've created a lot of good you know, content that has our information on it. Everything from a consumer awareness guide we did a couple years ago to the modern, I'm sorry, to the desk jockey manifesto book that we have. So that's in our reception area. We now have this quarterly newsletter uh, that we did, a four page quarterly newsletter out there. And then we also have all those info cards that, you know, the ergonomics card, the micro break card, all the different, we have five now. So all of those are out there. So in our reception area, it's all things that they can read that's our content that we created and they can take it with them. And obviously we give it to them. You know, if someone comes up with carpal tunnel, we give them the carpal tunnel card, but all these things have our clinic, our website, our address, phone number, everything on there keeps us top of mind for them. And so I believe that the printed marketing can be very, very helpful for you. That's just kind of like written content. The other thing you can consider doing, and we've been talking about this in the Facebook group as well, is other printed things like um, pens or uh, the pop sockets on the back of the phones. You know, we had a whole thread on that where you can brand the pop sockets and give those to patients to where they put it on the back of their phone and now they see your you know, information on there. You could do branded lacrosse balls. You could do uh, t-shirts and water bottles. There's like, it's really endless of the things you can do. And it just does a really good job of building that brand awareness and kind of the reciprocity. Like people like that stuff, especially if it's useful. You don't want to use things that aren't useful for people. I know docs have done really good with branded ice packs or other types of, you know, foam rollers and other types of therapeutic things that they've had. So consider doing print, uh, whether it's the physical products like that, or it's the written type of collateral that we talked about. And then when you do have a consistent written plan out, consider what you can do as far as direct mail. Cause I do think direct mail marketing is very effective and can be very helpful of getting uh, retention. You know, it's a really good way of of retaining patients and getting them reactivated. So when I talk about that before, during, and after unit of marketing, if you're going to do the print stuff and having in your reception area, or you're going to give it to patients, or you're going to do direct mail, those are both really good during units and after units of marketing. People put a lot of value in print now. They're not getting it as much as they used to. Uh, Obviously, their mailbox used to be flooded, 
but now it's not as much. And so when they do get something nice and useful, they tend to keep it more. And so make it nice, make it useful and obviously educate the masses. So uh, that is my take on print, on direct mail, on physical products. I highly recommend you start implementing some of this. You don't have to do, you know, if you're not doing any of it and you just heard me rattle all this off, you don't have to do all of it now. Start a plan, stick with it and get it together and then just start adding one thing. The, the lowest hanging fruit, in my opinion, is the birthday cards. And then I definitely think you need to be doing thank you notes and welcome letters uh, to your new patients and then just take it from there. Okay. So that's today's episode. Again, I really highly recommend you signing up for the free virtual marketing summit. And uh, I will see you next week. Have a great week in practice and talk soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show with Dr. Kevin Christie. Tune in next week for another episode that will enhance your marketing, business, and practice growth. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Dr. Christie's Modern Desk Jockey podcast and share with your desk-sitting patients. In the Modern Desk Jockey, Dr. Christie provides health and wellness best practices from some of the leading experts in the corporate wellness industry. Remember, chiropractic practice isn't easy, but it shouldn't be overwhelming. Keep leveling up.